great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. You see where your business can go. To get there, you may need another 10 trucks. At Century Insurance, we put more than 115 years of industry experience to work to help protect you as you launch a new delivery service or expand into a new region and reach your business goals. Century, right by you. Property and casualty coverages are underwritten and safety services are provided by a member of the Century Insurance Group, Stevens Point, Wisconsin. For a complete listing of companies, visit Century.com. Policies, coverages, benefits, and discounts are not available in all states. See policy for complete coverage details. Welcome to the Razzball Podcast. Billy <laughs> <laughs> Hurley, we're recording live. Discuss a meatball falling. <laughs> Today on the podcast, meatballs and lunches and trees and Joe Kelly throwing 90 mile an hour heat behind an Astro's head. I'm here with Donkey Teeth and the great Gray Albright. How's everybody doing? Uh, what's going on, Billy? Today we discuss a meatball falling out of a sandwich. <laughs> and more. It's the Patreon podcast. Yeah, we'll lead in with you there, Billy. Uh, thanks for coming on. It's just me and Billy this week. You heard him off the bat, and we're actually joined by a special guest. We got uh, Joe Kelly of the Los Angeles Dodgers here with us. What's going on, Joe? Oh, yeah, eat shit. Motherfucking Astros! <laughs> hey, 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 Carlos Correa, swing your bat, you little bitch. Ah, I'm Joe Kelly. What's going on? Yo, Joe Kelly, he turned, like, heel in the uh, greatest possible way ever, right? I mean, where did that come from? Where did, it, where did the, guy, the guy who looks like he would should be doing your taxes is suddenly the number one story in all of baseball for throwing at someone's head. Ain't, yeah. ain't that ain't that ain't that something? Joe Kelly is definitely my favorite okay baseball player. <laughs> I love I love I love a, a uh, journeyman middle reliever more than anyone else. Let me say I just bought a Joe Kelly jersey for. 
fourteen dollars on eBay. Pays <laughs> for itself. <laughs> yeah, everyone. I see everyone on Twitter like, I want to buy a Joe Kelly jersey now. It's like I think you could probably get one from a bunch of people. <laughs> like uh, anyone who has a Joe Kelly jersey already would sell their Joe Kelly jersey to you for any amount of money. Hey, what a shame that Joe Kelly threw at the Astros without uh, letting them know ahead of time. What do you think? <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, I I miss Donkey being on this podcast. Whatever happened with that guy? He's uh, He was okay, right? I didn't know. We, did we get rid of him? What? No, no, he's back. He's back. <laughs> Donks? A great Donks? Sorry, I was in the, the toilet there. Just got back. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Well... As long as you're being professional about our Patreon podcast, <laughs> I appreciate that. I, uh, yeah, no, this actually, the Joe Kelly thing was really, it, I was fired up. <laughs> Yo, Gray was fired up on, uh, when was that, Wednesday night? Oh, man, I was pissed off at the, uh, the suspension. I was pissed off at everything, actually, because at first, like, Okay, when did it happen? Tuesday night? Yeah, I think it was Tuesday. I don't know. Anyway, when it happened, everyone was like, oh, Joe, Joe Kelly is the best. Check it out. Look at this. It's so cool. And then when he got suspended, immediately it was like uh, record scratch. <laughs> oh, Joe Kelly throwing at someone. That's terrible. You shouldn't throw at anyone's head. That's really awful. Like, man, like people, like, do people have any opinions for themselves? Everyone's like literally on Joe Kelly's jock the first night when he does it because he made the stupid face. And then the next day, everyone's like, no, Joe Kelly, that's it. Hey, that's attempted murder. It's like, you know what it's like? It's like all these fans are just made of cardboard. You know, it's like every single one. It's just they're these cardboard players, like fans with no uh, opinions for themselves. Gray, how's it coming with your Andre the, Andre the Giant collection uh, for your Andre the Giant cardboard with the Razzball shirt? Uh, well, I, uh, I haven't put it in order yet because it's $300. <laughs> so I don't, have a, uh, I don't have any cardboard cutouts yet. Um, because they're going to charge me money. It's a lot do, of cardboard, yeah. Yeah, to do, uh, that's, yeah, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of paper for cardboard, you know what I'm saying? I, uh, I didn't buy any because they were too expensive. I, 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 unfortunately, I like to do a prank to do a cardboard cutout of, like, Andrea Giant and Big John Stud and, uh, George Mirasan and all these real giant people. <laughs> I'd like to do that. I would like to do that prank, but I also am uh, frugal and I don't want to spend money on the prank. So I'm like, I'm a very sensible pranker. Yeah, you gotta, what you gotta do is you gotta pick shorter people and then you can kind of boost them up. <laughs> less cardboard. And then, so yeah, exactly. So I, uh, I do a, uh, I do a Tom Cruise. I was Webster. able to Bridget the Midget. Bridget, wait, Bridget the Midget tattoo from Fantasy Island and Tom Cruise. Just in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I just like to, I would just like to bag on people by the, uh, the third person 
in the uh, in in the lineup. You do like um, O.J. Simpson, Aaron Hernandez, and then like Carlos Correa. And people are like, what the fuck? What's he Why doing hanging out with him? Do that. That's so fucked up. Be like, no, I, these are. I'm just fans of these three guys. I didn't say anything about Carlos Correa. <laughs> It's almost like um, that. Those are the same odds of those three people trending on Twitter at one time. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So uh, yeah, that was anyway. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Patreon podcast. I am your host, Donkey Teeth, and I'm back from the toilet. Woo! Did that stink? <laughs> well, you know, I had a meatball sandwich. And uh, a perfect segue here. Actually, we should back up. The, if you're new to the Patreon podcast, the, we're going to be talking about some news stories here. We've got our special correspondent, Billy Hurley. Gray's got some thoughts on these news stories as well. A little bit offbeat news stories, not maybe the stuff that you saw in the USA Today this week. But our first story this week, Billy, we had a falling meatball from a sandwich that caused a college student to fail their exam uh, this, the, the professor actually gave her a, a redo, but she got a 39.17% on the meatball ended exam, which is actually what Gray uh, got on his high school final exam. <laughs> what, wait, what did Gray got in his final exam? I missed that. 39.17. I think there was a meatball involved. So he oh, yeah, and, yeah, and that was out of 40. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, there's nothing more arrogant, I think, than taking a test and holding a meatball sub, right? I mean, I think you almost like, like imagine if you walked into the SATs with a meatball sub, people would think you're gonna ace that thing. I think it's kind of a power move, like or take a driver's test with like a calzone parallel parking, I don't know. I was, uh, actually I was, I did a little research on the story because it was interesting that uh, I, I, I appreciated um, that Fox News covered this. Uh, so I was, uh, so I did, I dug a little bit into it. It was saying that, uh, you know, this falling meatball from a sandwich caused the student to fail the exam. But it would, a major part that Fox News left out was the test was to see who could come up with the biggest splatter from a meatball falling. That sounds like our Guinness book, our Guinness record guy. Yeah. Like, uh, every week he's like, hey, I got a big meatball I'm going to drop on my computer. I don't think anybody's ever done that. Uh, where's my record? Oh, you're oh, you're wrong there, Billy, because actually my, my family, we're a bunch of Italians, and we do uh, Rorschach tests with meatball splatter. Oh, I see. <laughs> I can see you taking a test. What are you, right? Are you left-handed or right-handed? Oh, I'm, I'm a good, total right-handed person. Yeah, I, so you, yeah, I actually, I despise left-handed people. <laughs> I could see you. I could see you doing the Rasball write-up with a with a with a hoagie in your left hand, and then like typing with your right, writing about you know, uh, I don't know, John, who's uh, as Drupal Cabrera. That's the first guy. <laughs> Is he still in the league? Actually, his name. This is a true story. So his parents, they were in the, uh, they were in the maternity ward, and they were like, "What do you name your kid?" And the father was eating a meatball hoagie, and the meatball fell off onto the birth certificate. And was like, "What does that say?" As Drupal. <laughs> that was it. That's, That's how it got named. That is it's a, like the, the, the two baby footprints and then the, the meatball footprint. <laughs> 
That's like I used to kid on uh, Rasball that the Mets reliever Urias Familia, his name looks like a cat walking across a keyboard, but it's actually a meatball falling onto a keyboard. Is how he was named. By the way, if if that if your if your meatball if that's what your keyboard looks like after a test, imagine how gross <laughs> that keyboard's got to look while you're studying. Imagine all the Italian food that is just scattered. <laughs> This person's yeah, keyboard. Exactly. You know, at some point that person was like, "Wow, I got an A minus. That's impressive." Like, no, dude, that's Parmesan cheese. Parmesan cheese, you idiots. <laughs> you got an F. <laughs> and your computer's broken, you dummy. <laughs> dude. <laughs> and you got you got a half piece of sandwich hanging from your lip. Ah. Oh. I can all I can picture is the guy in Naked Gun who's like right out of screen. It's like, hey, you got a banana? <laughs> I snorted. I uh, yeah, no, this uh, the meatball story was that was that was hard hitting. Um, this is these are real stories for people who are just listening to the Patreon podcast. Uh, that was a real story out of Georgia, I believe, <laughs> University of Georgia. So. Um, can you uh, can you picture the people who didn't get into the University of Georgia here in this story? Uh, so I wasn't able to get into the University of Georgia. Oh, really? Because um, my kid got in, and he eats a meatball hoagie while taking tests. So I don't know, man. Just, this kid's kind of dumb. Let's just say he takes tests one-handed. He does everything. He's hey, who's that running a bike eating a meatball sandwich? It's sort of like the um, I've been seeing a lot of that Johnny Bench commercial. It's like the student can can fit five hoagies in their left hand at once, like this, and they can take a test with their right hand. You know, his his what his mom. His mom is probably like, God damn it, Jimmy, put down the meatball sub and tie your shoes. <laughs> All those shoes have to be a mess. Oh my God! Hey, what's going on, baby? That was that was pretty good. Yeah, it was okay. But could next time could you put down the meatball sub? I'm telling you, it's the height of arrogance doing anything with a meatball sub, right? I mean, I feel like I might just start doing that. And they're like, "Who's that cool guy? Who's that cool Italian guy?" I'm like, no, it's just that. That's Billy Herlinelli, just going through life with a with a meatball sub. <laughs> it's like it'd be like the world's worst criminal everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like there's three people dead and there's a meatball sub leading to the crime. Who could it be? Ah, I wonder. They follow right to the doorstep. Bing bong. <laughs> the meatball rolled out of the sub right into the the person's the dead person's foot. <laughs> I think you guys got it all on the meat, meatball sub. Next story here. Farmer returns prosthetic leg that skydiver lost during jump. Gray, you found this uh, skydiver prosthetic leg. Wouldn't you take your prosthetic leg off before diving out of a plane? Um, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, the guy sounded like he was pretty hyped up. So, yeah, good for him that he was able to uh, – he, he's going parachuting with a prosthetic leg. I wouldn't – personally, I wouldn't be parachuting – with uh two legs so i mean i don't know uh but yeah i mean it's cool of him and that it was even better 
It was a real actually feel good story. The farmer returned. The farmer found the prosthetic leg and then returned it to this guy because I guess in midair, the man with the prosthetic leg uh, lost it. Uh, he lost his leg in the middle of uh, of his descent, and the farmer found it and returned it to him. And also the uh, he returned the leg, and he added a toe ring. So that, <laughs> that's really nice. Also, too, farmers farmers are always wearing toe rings. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, what? I think this guy's onto something because I think uh, that where you get the real adrenaline is you you skydive, but then right before you throw something out of the plane that's really valuable. You know, what I mean? so like imagine the rush of jumping out of a plane, but like just before you throw your phone. That's where that's where the real that's some real Mountain Dew shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go chase it down. Mountain, yeah. Dew, Mountain Dews, their entire, uh, their Mountain Dews entire publicity campaign for the last 25 years is just throw your phone when you get excited. It's <laughs> like to be extreme. Throw your phone out the window and, and try to find it later. But <laughs> <laughs> guys. Guys, this is a feel-good story, right? So I think the lesson learned here is that uh, the real adrenaline rush is a good deed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Because the farmer could have held on to it and made it into a lamp, but he was like, nah, I'm returning, <laughs> I'm returning this thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, I mean, honestly... <laughs> It, the guy, the farmer, for uh, for what it's worth, he he went through, uh, and he did. He wasn't carrying a meatball sub either when he was doing this. We should we should say that because at this point people may not be sure that are these guys related. And they're uh, actually with a meatball sub, not to go 180 and head back for a second. It was a guy, right? I can't imagine a female. No, it was a girl. <laughs> It was a girl? Oh, my God. I'm so sexist. sexist. You're canceled. Cancel. I, so, I got canceled over a meatball sub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Nice knowing you. I'm hosting the show now. <laughs> Patreon. That Patreon. It's mine. Oh, my God. I can't believe I was so sexist to think it had to be a guy eating a meatball sub. <laughs> Raises a good point. I think we need to sort of set the stage with our listeners, right, and let everybody know that all these weird stories are happening to the same one person. He's <laughs> having a really weird week. <laughs> a, this guy, the guy, the guy, uh, the farmer is uh, a <laughs> the, the farmer is a female, and she's raising meatball subs <laughs> on the farm. Yeah, really, I feel like we should. You got a we... sub in the left hand and a prosthetic foot in the right. I also feel we should clarify, Billy, that the sexist opinions uh, expressed by Gray Albright in the show do not reflect the opinions of Donkey Teeth and Billy Hurley. Oh, no, gosh, no. No, I mean, everything Gray says, I disagree with. Remember, uh, Matt, what if the farmer got the meatball sub and the uh, prosthetic leg confused? That would be a bad scene, huh? I thought you were seeing old McDonald's. I thought that was a new verse of the song. <laughs> I... You're going to a picnic, and I'm bringing a meatball sub. <laughs> hey, Tony, no. The game works. You have to say an A word. Like, I'm going to a picnic, and I'm bringing an apple. And then the next person says a B word. Okay. I'm going to a picnic, and I'm bringing an A meatball sub. Hey, it's Tony. <laughs> 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 
that was great. This next story, uh, this one has me confused, Gray. I, I think this is your story. You you had the beat on this one. You went out and did the, the field reporting. The headline is, quote, smelly and create great stains. Uh, Emus banned from pub in outback Australia town. This is just confusing headline. Explain it to me, please. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, first of all, I want to take credit for all these wonderful stories that Billy was actually the one who found. So I just want to put out there, I, I am happy to comment on the emus who were banned from a pub in, out, in the outback Australian town of Ayarca. <laughs> Ayarca. Uh, it's emus, gotcha, it's emus. Yeah, emus, yeah, not, not anuses. <laughs> yeah. All I know is anus. A common, common mistake is to uh, spell an anus as an emu, but that's fine, I understand. We put the person in charge of reading the stories who can't actually read. So that's an issue, but we'll address that later. <laughs> okay? So emus suck. That's the story. And they go into this pub in Australia, and they smell. And everyone's pissed off at the emus. And they banned the emus from the pub. So that's the... Uh, so that's the story. So my um, my only thought on this is like, why were they letting emus into the pub to begin with? <laughs> why were the emus in the pub and were they not banned prior? Was it like, oh, you know what? Um, we're going to have to ban the emus. Ah, oh, we've been letting them come in for like 20 years. You really want to ban them now? Like, come on. Are you serious? Ah. Yeah, I can imagine the bouncer at that door is like, all right, you guys... Just, just behave yourselves, all right? <laughs> and by the way, the rules are, I mean, you can't shit on the floor. And that rule is for emos, emus, and that rule is for humans. You know, there's a reason why I still can't go to the Sligo pub in Somerville, Massachusetts. You know, I had a bad day there, uh, and I get it, you know? It's kind of suck, though, to be on the outside of that bar with, like, a couple of emus and being like, I know, this is bullshit, right? Yeah, <laughs> I can't really I I was like, I I feel bad. Uh, this is a slight spoiler alert if uh, no one has seen uh, the Australian show Top of the Lake. But the killer is an emu, which was totally shocking to me. They're they're apparently they're very common in Australian life. Emus are a big part. It's like it's, you see every car if. It's very common for uh, carpool lanes. You'll see one person headed to work and an emu in the passenger seat. Sure, yeah. That makes sense. That's just practical. You know, you got to get to work. Bring the emus. <laughs> emus. Emus are the worst birds. Have you ever seen an emu egg? They're so big. Have you ever have you seen an emu egg? Every Easter, I paint an emu egg. Uh, me and my family, we get together and paint it different colors. And then we, we put it uh, under the emu tree. Uh, That's a waste, man. That's a waste of time. They're such ginormous eggs. Why don't you paint uh, like a quail egg or something that's like super easy to paint. Have you? Why don't you? Why don't you do your thing and I'll do my thing, Greg? You know what I mean? Like, don't tell me how to paint my emu eggs. I'm trying to up your painting of the egg game. Here, don't go. Don't come at me, man. I'm trying to help you. How big is this egg? I mean, how big is this emu egg? It's, the emu it's... egg is huge. It's like the size of a baby's head. Like it's so. <laughs> like I would. 
for like seven months, I was like, oh, I was so proud of, uh, of, of every, you know, I was like, oh man, I'm pushing this emu egg around in a stroller. And then one day someone's like, that's an emu egg. That's not a baby's head. I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know, that's a good point. I'm going to paint the egg now with a little baby face on it. And then I'm going <laughs> to walk through Brooklyn uh, with my little emu uh, egg baby. You won't be the first, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, you find another couple doing the same thing, give them a little, little nod, the little emu baby nod. Sure. <laughs> hey, who's that guy over there, Williamsburg, with the emu eggs? Have you seen that character? Yeah, what, what's wrong with that? I I appreciate that. People, people would stand up for you, too. They would be like, ah, don't be talking shit about Billy with his emu egg in a stroller. That's not right. Yeah, maybe Paul sub Billy with his emu. <laughs> who founds, who finds prosthetic legs everywhere he goes. Yeah. And then we'll make a cardboard cutout of the emu. We'll put it behind our plate. <laughs> and, and then Joe Kelly will throw a baseball 97 miles per hour at the emu baby head. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, too. They're talking about, like, this. going back to Joe Kelly, about how, like, players shouldn't have to administer the kind of justice because, like, the commissioner should have done this for the Astros. I agree. I feel like Rob Rob Manfred needed to take the mound and throw a heater at every single one of the Houston Astros. Oh, my God. That is so true. Actually, I got a great idea. We should have Rob Manfred. Like, they should do, like, a charity baseball game where Rob Manfred gets up to bat and Joe Kelly is the pitcher. <laughs> and if he, can, if he can knock a emu egg off of Rob Manfred's head. You know what's funny? I actually thought I was thinking Joe West for a second. That's like for a second, I was like all confused. Like, wait, did Joe West do something? Yeah, he no, look like he could West, the ninety. I don't know if you saw Joe West got hit with a baseball bat the other day. Um, Bo, I think it was Bo Bichette's uh, baseball bat broke off. It was either Bichette or Biggio. His bat broke off and hit Joe West in the head. And his ear, it was bleeding. Like, it was really bad. And I I didn't feel the least bit sympathetic at all. I'll be honest. I'm a, I'm a terrible person. I was like, oh, oh, well, that's too bad. Yeah, I'm not a Joe West guy, to be honest. But... <laughs> yeah. you edit think, that out. Edit that out. You think there's a uh, – there could be a Joe West, like, Joe West society, and you just have a bunch of people together who are big Joe West fans. Supporters, yeah. I mean, everybody's everybody's got fans. I mean, I look at us. <laughs> hey, you may, you're making a point there. I uh, I wish we didn't kick Donkey off of this podcast, though. It's a shame. Yeah. I, I miss him. Sidetracked us. It's it's hard to get a word in with you guys, especially Greg. <laughs> I wanted to come back to because I thought this Emus was a guy. I didn't realize it was Emus. But as I look deeper into the article. There's something in here and that... And by deeper, you mean literally the first sentence of the article. I was like, ah, deeper? Yeah, e yeah e emus, uh, yeah, no, but as I look deeper emus, into this... Emus literally become, like, if you're going for context clues here, doggy, emus gets pretty close to obvious if you read, like... There's a, there's a picture there of them, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. But as I look oh, deeper, Gray, <laughs> what I'm getting at here is that uh, a, a quote in the article that says that these emus have been stealing things from guests, especially their food, and they'd stick their heads in and pinch the toast out of the toaster. But that's not why they were banned. That was all That was all good. They got banned because they've been 
taking craps in there and creating stains. So it's, I, don't know, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. They, they're okay with the Zemo stealing guests' food. I guess that's Australia for you. Yeah, I mean, I would go to bars in Boston, and I would take the toast out of the toaster, and I'd throw the toast around and be like, look, I'm Mr. Toasty guy. And, but then the, they, the, the last straw is usually when you shit on the floor. You know, they usually take you out. <laughs> Mr. Toasty guy. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, Mr. Toasty guy isn't the problem. It's the guy who shits on the floor, really. You're I mean, me. if, I'm being, if I'm being totally honest, I kind of agree with the people in Australia when they're like, ah, Emu wants some toast? That's kind of cute. Emu shitting on the floor? That's <laughs> not cute anymore. Yeah. And also, too, I, I want an Emu that I can sit down and have a drink with. You know what I mean? And uh, I feel like I'd want to... Uh, I, I want to sit next to Toasty Emo more than, uh, you know, Bathroom Emo. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that least favorite uh, genre of music is Bathroom Emo. <laughs> I do. Uh, it's uh, EDM, EDM Emo. EDM Emo. <laughs> There's an anagram there somewhere. We'll figure it out next episode. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get there. So we're sticking down down under here in Australia for the next article. I think Billy was looking at the Australian press here. He found us uh, Australian police fined part, party goers $18,000 for violating a strict lockdown by tracking a KFC order to a birthday party. Now, Australian newspapers, they confuse me. I mean, they use like different words for stuff. So I'm, I think tracking might be referencing like they went out to get the chicken is kind of what I gathered from this. But, Billy, you're the Australian expert. You tell me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just glad they were right because the whole thing is they're trying to detect if there was a social gathering taking place. But it'd be really embarrassing, right, if they like they get every, all the cops together and then they show up and it's just one poor, sad guy with like <laughs> 20 orders of KFC, right? And they're because that's that's not a social gathering at all, right? It's quite the opposite. Yeah, the uh, the 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 even uh, a um, even sadder part of this is that the KFC birthday party is still on their bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, you bring up a good point that it's a, it was a birthday party, and what what was the fine? Like eighteen thousand dollars, right? Mm. That's gotta be a, that's gotta be sad when you're like blowing out the candles and then some. Your parents are like, what'd you wish for? And he's like, eighteen thousand dollars. <laughs> or maybe he wished for an eighteen thousand dollar fine. Oh, and it came true. I mean, yeah, magic is real. Yeah. Yeah, magic is real. Hey, David Blaine, I love you, and I believe your magic is real. <laughs> I don't. Know, if you don't understand that reference, it's probably for the best. <laughs> That's Michael Jackson. <laughs> Talk about being canceled. <clears throat> yeah, no, that was, uh, I think that was Michael Jackson getting like a, uh, a Grammy or something. He was like, David Blaine, I love you and your magic is real. Oh, I don't get it. I thought it was like the name of his special or something like that. No, no. He was actually, when his, when he was doing, when Michael Jackson, we're <laughs> doing a sidebar here. When Michael Jackson was doing his special, I don't know if you remember, uh, Martin, Martin Bashir did a special uh, following him in Vegas where he was just buying all kinds of nonsense in the gift shops. You remember that? 
Yeah, I actually do remember that. Yeah. My, uh, well, anyway, this is uh, stupid, <laughs> but my friend was uh, working in Vegas at the time, and he was staying on the same floor as Michael Jackson. So he actually was, he would see, like, the video cameras following him and, like, shopping carts of, like, all this ridiculous shit just following Michael Jackson down the um, hallway of the uh, hotel. <laughs> I feel like in that cart would be uh, uh, all the ingredients of all the stories we, we, we come up with every week. <laughs> uh, meatball subs and prosthetic feet. And then like... <laughs> you're, taking, you're really taking the emus off the shelf? No, it's emus. No, no donkey. Actually, is not emus. Michael Jackson. You got that one wrong. <laughs> Wait a minute. I bought this emus story. Oh, well, you bought an emu story, unfortunately. I feel like in his heyday, Michael Jackson must have had an emu. <laughs> oh, oh, 100%. Michael Funny. Jackson was an emu owner. Oh, yeah. Oh, if there's like... A top five people who owned an emu, Michael Jackson's like in the top three, sure. <laughs> for sure. I don't, I don't even like maybe Mike Tyson. <laughs> Something about the Michael name, I guess. Um, who else would be a? Uh, I'm trying to think who else would own a. Uh, Russell Crowe looks like he would own an emu just to punch it in the face. <laughs> yeah, like to, to train for Gladiator Two. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a Cinderella Man. Hey, oh, hello, mate. Come here for a second. Poof. <laughs> Why are you punching emus, Russell Crowe? I'm training for a role. It's an emu boxing match. No, but no, you're not fighting an emu. Oh, oh, the character's name is Emus. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Next story here. Did you guys see this about the ongoing meow attack? It's uh, some sort of computer virus type thing. It's nuked over 1,000 databases without telling anybody why. Uh, it just leaves the word meow as the calling card. Billy, you did some research on this one, right? Um, light, uh, light research, about the lightest research <laughs> in the sense that I read the headline and then uh, nothing else. Um, but I, I, saw, they, I read the article they caught the hacker it was Judy Dench dressed as a cat oh it wasn't James Corden <laughs> it was Rebel Wilson dressed as a cat nice. keep going keep going I can, I can name more people who are dressed as cats uh, Idris Elba was, he, was it Idris Elba <laughs> no it was Taylor Swift dressed as a cat Oh, uh, was it um, uh, Taylor Swift? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but I, you know what? I'm actually okay with the meow attack because a meow is actually my ringtone. So whenever I get a phone call, it just sounds like a lonely woman's apartment. <laughs> and also, did you know that meow, that meow attack was the original name for the Netflix series Tiger King? A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> uh have you started watching last chance you i'm really enjoying this season <laughs> oh i haven't oh last oh, chance good. last chance now is that what you said no last chance you last chance emu no last chance moo like no. cows it's last just chance a letter 
Oh, forget it. Oh, you guys, you guys are terrible. Oh, why don't you explain the the first episode that you watched? Okay, so there's this guy who's a football coach, and he's holding a meatball sub. <laughs> you gotta get off there. <laughs> Give us all you got. Don't leave the meatballs on the field. Hey, Tony, what are you doing with the A? Are you going to eat it or are you going to hold it? Oh, man. Anyway. You guys got any more meow stuff here? Meow, 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 meow. I don't have any more meow stuff. Um, you got to warm up those lungs with the, the meow there, Greg. Cause I, uh, I have a uh, meow. I have another meow story. Um I don't like cats. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Do you? I feel like Donkey owns a cat. You own no, a cat, Donkey? I'm not into cats, no. Ah, good Donkey. Donkey is my, my new BFF. Hey, Billy, you own a cat, hey, don't you, you bastard? Oh, no cats here, man. Just nah. an emu. <laughs> <laughs> its name is Emus. Emus the Emu. <laughs> All right, so this is the highlight of the show here. We've got uh, a story from the New York Post that Moroccan women are now breaking through in the rap scene, which has been dominated by men over there in Morocco. And, uh, Gray, you have some thoughts or potentially a rap song written for us here, right? No. I have a... Uh, no, I when I was growing up, I split time between New Jersey and Morocco, and I was... Uh, actually on a, America's Got Talent in Morocco. So it, I, I didn't write a... Uh, were you on Morocco's Got Talent? Or were you on America's no, 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 no. It was America's Got Talent in Morocco. It, it's, uh, it's confusing because there's also a Morocco's Got Talent in America, which a lot right. of people and, don't and know. There's also, there's also So You Think You Can Dance in Morocco, which... Yeah. Uh, which is a, a spinoff of So You Think You Can Dance in America's while you're Moroccan, which is totally, it's all, they're all, it, it's a, all slight differences. Sure. <laughs> hey, uh, I have, uh, no, but I, when I was on, uh, America's Got Talent in Morocco, I, I actually, I had, uh, I had written a rap song for there. So that was, that was where my rap song was when I was, I was on that show. I, I could, I could rap it for you. Well, wait, are you going to do the 17-minute version? Because if you're not, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> no, no. I, uh, I, I'm not going to do that. That was um, – it was a uh, – it was kind of like a takeoff of Rapper's Delight, but it was called Turkish Delight. But I did not go I, – I, I'm not going to do that. That's that's actually on a my second album, which was not as uh, – it, it sold okay, let's be honest. <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't the top seller that my first album in Morocco was. The uh, the Moroccan. See, here's the thing. They sell all the CDs in. Wait, the, are you rapping right now? Is this? Yeah, it? this is part of the rap. <laughs> oh, okay. They do the. They sell these CDs in the market, and not wait. Oh, this is more spoken word poetry versus an actual rap. No. Also, I got bars. I got bars. Also, I got, my favorite I rappers always. I got hookah bars. <laughs> my favorite rappers are always rapping about CDs. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite rappers are the ones that sell their own CDs on the street. <laughs> that was, you want Jewel 
do some outside market bartering. Yo, I can kick off these restraints from my bothering. This is from Morocco, by the way. You know I can twerk, man. It's in the name, Moroccan. <laughs> I like it. I do, too. I was actually, when I was thinking of uh, rap lyrics, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was thinking also of uh, Bones. <laughs> you know Bones? Not the, not the David Baranis show, but Bones. Like bones, like you're, throwing, like you're playing Bones. Like you're doing, like you're rolling bones. You know rolling bones? Sure. Yeah. Oh, of course, I do it. I do. I roll. I roll them all the time. I have. Uh, yeah. No. So it was like, oh, Madame Toussaint's museum. You're rolling bones in wax, aren't you? Or is that how does that work? Do you know? I mean, probably. Yeah. I don't know how it works. I'm smoking. Uh, but... I'm smoking bones. The only thing Gray knows about Morocco is Indiana Jones. Nice. Yeah, I got, I got, I, I got a lot of bars. They're all coming. Keep going. Keep going. What do you got? To me. Do you got more? Uh, no. <laughs> you have to buy the uh, the Moroccan rap album. Uh, oh, it's not just yeah. It's a uh, uh, Morocco is not just about <laughs> lost arcs in Indiana Jones. Not just lost arcs. All our stories used to be about people opening up sharks. So my my, my <laughs> Skype screen didn't freeze. It was just me in awe of your. Uh, <laughs> your did you uh, did you know I could rap? It was the I was in I still the fucking eight miles. <laughs> <laughs> My my level of uh, rap is um, understanding the ice guys. So ice cube, <laughs> ice tea, vanilla ice, ice chocolate ice, <laughs> ice the creator, ice ice uh, ice ice baby, vanilla ice. Oh yeah, that's vanilla ice. <laughs> so, <laughs> I uh, yeah no I I wasn't I wasn't a rapper in Morocco. It's a it was a lie. <laughs> Oh. You just heard you heard that women were succeeding, and you, as a male, had to try to top them. As a yes. sexist. As a, <laughs> I, I heard a female in Morocco was succeeding in the rap game, so I was like, you know what? I'm a man, and I've never been to Morocco, but I could rap in Morocco. <laughs> did you get? Did you just get canceled again? I'm going to call Guinness and say you have the record for most cancellations in one podcast episode. I got, I got canceled twice in one podcast. Now, that's pretty impressive. I mean, false, false. You know I can twerk, man. It's in the name, Moroccan. I like it. That's the, uh, that's the first. That's That could be the actually the chorus. That's the hook. <laughs> that's the hook. It's the hook, as they say in the rap game. It's the hook. I'm uh, hooked. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm already. I just bought eight copies. Ah, I'm a. Uh, I get. I drop in the hook, and now I'm a cook. Sauce, sauce, sauce. Meatball sub fossing. Fossing. Okay. Uh, that was nice. I mean, that was okay. It would say uh, it's a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll. You know, one of these days I'll join you, and maybe we can do like a Run DMC <laughs> thing. But, 
it's uh, it's tricky. Could be something Moroccan, can it? Yeah, I was just thinking like uh, Morocco run outside of Morocco run is tricky. We'll, we'll take yeah. that out, I think. Rockin', 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 It's rockin', rockin', rockin'. I, I feel like there's something, uh, there's a untapped market for male rappers in Morocco. <laughs> I, I mean, stay in the female game. They got that on lock. <laughs> but I'm about to jump on my camel skin. No. <laughs> I'm about to jump on my camel. I don't even know. I, camel schmammel. Hey, rammel. <laughs> I need, you know what? I actually, I need a rhyming dictionary. Has anyone ever um, gone to a rap battle with a rhyming dictionary? I was just going to say, you know what's not cool? Is uh, rappers with rhyming dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let's arrive. Okay, eight mile would be so much different. Yo, eight mile. Yo, eight mile colon Excuse rhyme me. in dictionary. <laughs> Yo. I'll be with Yo. you in a second. Yo, hold on. As soon as my Wi-Fi comes through, I'm going to get on rhymezone.com and bust out some beats. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to buy one. Oh man! I well, think if you buy now, if you buy one of your albums, it comes with the rhyming dictionary. I heard. <laughs> God, I get a. Uh, actually, if you buy one of my um, rap albums, you get a one month free subscription to RhymeZone.com, <laughs> where you can find all your rhyming needs. That's funny because I have it now, but it's not the premium, so I get only ten rhymes a month, and then I have to start paying up. You want, hey, you want ad free and rhymezone.com? Well, listen, I got just a, a rap album for you. It's great, great rapping about Morocco, but only saying two rhymes. Oh my God. You're, you're big in Morocco, I heard. <laughs> Oh my god, I just watched like You know what's funny though? You know what's funny? Because you're like you're ragging on me, but my rhymes in Morocco are so lit. You don't understand because people in Morocco, they don't even they're talking um Arabic. (laughs) So they're like, Wow, this guy's rhyming in English and it's like, Whoa, that's Whoa, what is that? Uh, I know I can twerk, man. That's why I'm going to the Moroccan. You know, and I watched to like to, to learn up on this story here. I like watched one of the music videos uh, for the rappers, and it's like the coolest video. There's like all sorts of uh, everybody's dressed all stylish, and like there's cool cars and like cool lighting. You know what would ruin that video is uh, this Skype call would be uh, would completely ruin the, the vibe of that video. Our the, our rap video is 60 minutes of a Skype video. Oh God! Instead of uh, instead of um, girls twerking on the hood of a Lamborghini, we just got me saying the same lines over and over again. I never thought that I never thought that that two people would have the ability to ruin music, but I think there's a chance. There's a chance. Well, if music's ruined, then 
you know how we fix it with the rhymezone.com subscription <laughs> order now <laughs> oh man all right anyway all right great that was a great song gray i appreciated it <laughs> Next story, Miami man blows COVID-19 relief funds on a Lamborghini, dating sites, and hotel stays. So this guy down in Miami, uh, Florida man, he allegedly scammed nearly $4 million from the U.S. government's uh, coronavirus relief loan program, the PPP funds. He, he applied for $13.5 million. They gave him four, pretty good score for him, and then he, he blew it all and got arrested. What do you think, Billy? I mean, what is it? Your Lamborghinis, right? Uh, dating sites. What else was there? Hotels and Ho stuff? Hotel stays, yeah. I mean, what a waste. He could have just saved that money and got himself a bigger penis. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> also, this gives a lot of people with Lamborghini. All the people with Lamborghinis now, I mean, that's just, a, I feel like he's giving them a bad name, right? All these people in Lamborghinis. Gonna be like, he's going he's gonna to make us all look bad. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Gray? <laughs> uh, I was just... Uh... And I was just more uh, puzzled by his choices of Lamborghini, um, four-star hotels, and dating sites. <laughs> What's the, yeah. Hey, aren't you getting the Lamborghini so you don't need the dating sites? Don't you have the Ritz-Carlton uh, suite because you don't, you got the Lamborghini, which you didn't need for the dating? Like, the dating sites, it's like, ah, we, why are you spending $9.99 a month? on a dating site when you have $4 million. What are, you, what are you buying a Lamborghini and then sitting in a, in a car park and scrolling left and right on dating sites? Yeah. Is that like, what cost money? Is that like Tinder plus 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 plus? <laughs> yeah, it's a dating site. It's like escort sites, I assume. But, you know, I don't know. Is it? That's, Maybe, and if it's escort sites, then what do you need the Lamborghini for? You're paying for the girls, aren't you? Like you're you're not thinking this thing through. If you're buying a Lamborghini and then going and buying the girl, you got the Lamborghini. Just park somewhere in front of a club and lean against it. Isn't that the whole point of the Lamborghini? I think this whole thing sort of proves too that um, being fly. It's its own small business, you know what I mean? <laughs> There's Gray's no front. I don't know. Where's the front? Gray's going to turn that into a Moroccan rap lyric. You're uh, <laughs> no. Check out my big fly. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning on that type of guy. Why you're asking me the wrong question? That one sounded like a country song. Why it's me wrong question? That's why you need RhymeZone.com. <laughs> do you not, not want to sound like Gray rapping? Well, if you don't, then here's the perfect website for you. I think I think rhyming is only the beginning of your musical problems. <laughs> I'm toned up. Don't make fun. <laughs> You gotta, you know what you gotta do is you gotta go to Tone Zone. <laughs> I need the Tone Zone Rhyme Zone combo deal. Oh, I really, I, I like your rap a lot. 
Oh man, thank you. I appreciate. Yo, I'm I'm tapping my heart and pointing my fist towards you. <laughs> we can see you. You're not. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's a that was a lie. <laughs> Yo, so I am the Lamborghini fly guy, and I just stole some PPE money. What's up, honey? You need a dating site? Here's <laughs> just... oh, a laptop. <laughs> Yo, relax. I got the dating site just you need. <laughs> you can have whatever you like. You can have whatever you like. <laughs> Lamborghini fly guy. <laughs> I feel like a lot of your rap lyrics end with, uh, and I'm here to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <sighs> uh, all right, guys. Next story here. So this one came from, this is New York Post, but it's actually a guy in England. And uh, <laughs> the whole story, as far as I can tell, this guy climbed a tree to eat his lunch on top of the tree. Billy, I, I know that you scoped this one out because there was a note from you in here about it. Tell me, when you did your uh, your recon here out in the field, what would you find out about this guy? Also, by the way, thank you in, uh, in perpetuity to the New York Post for giving us uh, the weekly feast of uh, crazy uh, news setups or news stories that become setups to these jokes here. But uh, this guy is just eating lunch at the top of a tree. Right, a huge tree. That just makes me feel really bad for the Uber Eats guy. You know, I imagine imagine having to deliver twenty orders of KFC all the way up a tree, forgetting one, having to come back down. You know, I I live in Brooklyn. You know, it's a six floor walk up. I feel bad enough having having somebody do that. You ever have lunch? Uh, you ever have lunch up in a tree, Gray? No, I was uh, no, I I did see that this guy's uh, favorite restaurant happened to be closed, which was the uh, Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that he was just kind of missing it. Yeah, you just go up there. Just go up uh, there. I understand, too, like, it's like, safer. Oh. Sorry, what was that, Greg? No, I, I, no, go ahead. I was, I, it's safer. Oh, I understand that it's safer because, like, uh, in these times, you got to socially distance. But we got to remember that squirrels uh, have bubonic plague. So <laughs> you got to keep six, six feet, squirrel. Six feet, six feet. Yo, I'm on a, I'm leaning on a Lamborghini. I'm a fly guy, and there's a squirrel over there. Hey, what's up, wise guy? <laughs> that, it's getting better. It's getting better. Guy, <laughs> that works, right? <laughs> yeah, this is great. Can we set this podcast to music so we can drop a beat for the last 20 minutes of this episode? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, now I. That was, that's it. <laughs> that's... No, Thomas, have you ever more. had lunch up in a tree? Yeah, I, I have not had lunch up in a, an actual tree. I, I've been to like one of those uh, fake trees in in the park as a kid. You know, I don't know if you, I don't know what kind of parks you guys had by your house growing up, but like a fake uh, tree that you climb up and have lunch up in there. It was when I was a kid. It was not. A, I'm not going to parks uh, having lunch. It's now. <laughs> so real, real park, fake tree. Real yeah. lunch. Yeah. Real park. A fake real tree in a real park. Yeah, fake... I was up in a uh, tree eating my meatball sub. <laughs> the meatball fell forty feet to the ground. Took oh, out. a laptop. Uh, I, uh, yeah, no, I've never been to a 
fake tree park, <laughs> but it sounds like fun, Donkey. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested in hearing more. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. I mean, that's about it. They put like uh, the rubber stuff down. Real uh, rubber. Real rubber. Yeah. Real rubber fake tree or real no, rubber fake, fake tree. tree. Fake yeah, tree. Real park. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. it um? W- when you're in the tree, is uh, like, do people think you're real or are they also confused? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not even sure if this was real. It may may have been uh, hallucinated, but. Uh... <laughs> It sounds like an advertisement. Is there anything else? Is this park just like clear as far as the eye can see, and there's just a fake tree in the middle of it, or is there are are there other fake things in this fake tree park? It's like a tree you climb up, and then you there's a slide on it. You slide oh. down. It was like a themed park. Oh, 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 I see. So there's a a real slide on the fake tree. Well, I don't know if the slide was real. Oh, I... all right. You know what I do too is sometimes uh, I put a spare key uh, in the fake tree uh, <laughs> just in case I get locked out and I can go to the fake tree uh, and get my key and get in. Uh, yeah, Grace uh, steal those lyrics. Uh, wait, there's lyrics there? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, key in the tree. Jeez. You and me. Wait, key in the tree isn't that doesn't rhyme at all. Key, key been, in the tree is a Dr. Seuss book. Rhymezone.com open in front of me. <laughs> that does not rhyme. I'm key sorry. and tree don't rhyme. Oh. I know. Uh, yeah, no, I I've never been to a uh, fake tree park, but it sounds fun. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Hey, if you got nothing else going on, it's something. It's sort of like um, you can bring a bunch of cardboard uh, baseball fans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <have> lunch together. <laughs> You're going, hey, that's probably where they got the idea for this uh, season. They were like, hey, what is that, a fake tree? I know, fake fans. Real baseball, I... fake fans. <laughs> Real baseball, up to seven innings uh, with a, <laughs> a runner on second base and uh, fake trees. We can put fake trees, oh my God, obstacles in the outfield. <laughs> Is that was that a movie? That's a we, Tony Danza movie. Yeah. Oh my God, Tony Danza is the he he acts like he has a meatball sub in his hand. I always thought he did. I thought it was always off screen, like it was an implied meatball <laughs> sub in the back. It's, it's actually he uses. This is incredible though. He uses background extras to hide the meatball sub. So he's always got he's got a little bit off. He's got it on screen, but behind. Like he used to put it behind Mona on who's the boss. Right. It's sort of like an Austin Austin Powers joke. It's like you can never quite see it. Yeah. (laughs) It's just slightly out of frame. The meatball sub. Hey, that's in his. It's in his rider. Yeah. You know, and every time I watch him on TV, I'm like, this guy, he's he's a little overconfident. (laughs) Why? I would be too if I had a meatball sub in my hand all the time. I think I could just pass every test. And uh, and actually, out of uh, four meatballs on the sub, he's able to hold onto all four. He doesn't drop any meatballs. Uh, if he did, I'd be disappointed. No, I well, of course, yeah, no, I <laughs> goes without saying, right? Yeah, well, he certainly. Uh, if you ask me, who's the boss? I think we know the answer. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing uh, Gray's lyrics for this last article about baboons. I'm trying to remember. We had an article about 
some sort of an ape. I don't remember if it was a chimp or a gorilla. Um, the one in India a few weeks back where the alcoholic monkey got locked up in prison, which was actually just a zoo. Um, these baboons seem like they should be in that prison as well. They're in the United Kingdom in a safari park, and they're armed with knives uh, and a chainsaw. So I don't know what's going on with this park, this safari park out there, Billy, but can you give me the scoop? This is what happens when you open Disney World too early. You know what I mean? <laughs> and once, and by the way, once your uh, once the once your monkeys start carrying around chainsaws, like you're no longer uh, a safari park. I think you actually have to officially go down to your town hall and register yourself as a Halloween nightmare. <laughs> I was I was actually surprised to hear that this was even reported when I saw the baboons were carrying knives and they were saying uh, that they were told that they had to do their own quarantine haircuts and it's like well you're, you're asking us to do this and you're saying you're restricting us and we can't use chainsaws and <laughs> knives yeah so, i blame the humans in this story more than i blame the baboons oh my god you ever get a haircut uh, from a baboon with a chainsaw <laughs> yeah. uh, hello look at my hair <laughs> it's been a long five months yeah, it looks good in the front, but I bet you there's some crazy stuff going on in the back there where you can't see. Yeah, it's a, a party in the front. It's a mess in the back. Mess in the back. Oh, that's going to be embarrassing, by the way, too. I was thinking, like, if it's your chainsaw, you know? Like, imagine, like, a baboon stealing your chainsaw and attacking you with your own chainsaw. <laughs> that's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, yeah, and right before it attacks... It, it holds up the chainsaw and it shows where you wrote your name on the chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, it points to it. <laughs> like, hey, look at this. Property by George. Ha-ha! You're dead, buddy. He starts, he starts scratching out the name and just writing baboon on it. Yeah, exactly. He takes out, the baboon takes out some whiteout and starts getting rid of the property by George. <laughs> it's going to be mine soon. Yep. <laughs> and, then he and then the baboon cackles for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's it, it, this sounds like uh, one of the scariest things ever. <laughs> hey, by the way, where were these uh, chainsaws coming from? <laughs> yeah, it's scary. Some guys like, oh, my bad, my bad. I left the, the shed open. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, man. It didn't say property by George on it, did it all? <laughs> Sorry. This is embarrassing. How many baboons? Okay, yeah, because there was five baboons. Yeah, there was five chainsaws. Yep, that checks out. Oh, jeez. Oh, you take the knives, too, my big set of knives, my 13 knives. Oh, I, uh... It's gonna be a long day. Getting all the back. <laughs> oh man! All right, guys. Uh, good stories. Good stories. Great. It was a pleasure hearing your rap. I hope we get more next week. Uh, there's the twerk, and I make it work with my can. I'm in Moroccan. <laughs> it just gets it gets better.